This is a special episode of the Futures Intelligent Leadership Flowcast, a moment of resilience with Haku Global. It is extremely imperative um, for us to not assume uh, the emotional state of others. To take a broader, more holistic view to really help us screen out fear, noise, and get to the true signal to lead those around us to move forward to not only survive, but to get back to thriving. Extreme measures now uh, simply might be necessary. So how do we actually find a way uh, of thinking through those and thinking about not just the initial impact, but the second and third order impacts? Give yourself a little project so that you have other ways of stimulating your dopamine and other ways of having a sense of accomplishment. I'm suggesting that leaders show their leadership through extraordinary levels of generosity by giving. Aloha, my name is Tyler Mongan. I'm the president and co-founder of Haku Global. I'm also the host of the Future Intelligent Leadership Podcast. At Haku Global, we spent the past two and a half years researching, presenting, and interviewing experts and leaders around the key question, what does it mean for leadership to be intelligent or smart about the future given uncertainty, complexity, and exponential change? If you're in a leadership role right now, you're probably experiencing a lot of complexity, high levels of stress, a lot of chaos, it might be difficult or challenging to see into the future, to understand the future of yourself and your organization. And so we invited the advisors for Haku Global to share some insights and tips for leadership right now during these times. One thing that we think is important for leadership right now is resilience. Now that can mean many different things. When I was a child, it meant if I fall down, I get back up but it's a little more nuanced than that. I wanna provide two ways to think about resilience. The first one is physiological. The second one is from a results-based work perspective. So physiologically, one great way to measure the resilience of your physiology is to look at the heart rate variability, or we call it HRV. This is a measure of your heartbeat over time and how it changes as you inhale versus exhale. So when you inhale, the heart rate should go up, and as you exhale, your heart rate should decrease. And this correlates to the health of your autonomic nervous system and the balance between the sympathetic state and the parasympathetic state. The parasympathetic state is your rest, calm, relaxed state. However, many of you might be in the sympathetic state, which is your fight or flight or even freeze state. And if you are continuously in a sympathetic state, it starts to throw your autonomic system off balance and decreases the resilience of your physiology. So one simple way that you can actually increase your resilience is by increasing your HRV. And you can do this by focusing on the heartbeat. And yes, I mean focusing on the actual beat of your heart. So you can put your hand on the thumb side of your wrist and find your heartbeat there or you can find your heartbeat in your neck, or by putting your hand on your chest. You simply put the focus on the beat of your heart for about two to three minutes, and your physiology will move into a more resilient state. So a second way to think about resilience is through getting work done by using your attention and focus. 
your brain actually has a limited amount of attention and it gets depleted over time. So as you give your attention to work and you're completing tasks, your attention is slowly decreasing and at some point it becomes suboptimal to continue working. You need to actually recharge your attention. A simple way to recharge your attention and focus is to pull away from the task, look out, maybe expand your horizon, take a moment and focus on the beat of your heart, and once you've recharged your attention, you go back in to focus on your work, get the job done, complete it, feel satisfied with what you've accomplished, and then go back out, expand your view, scan the horizon, see what demands your attention and focus now, find that thing, identify it, go back in, focus and attention on what you need to complete, and keep repeating this process over and over and over again, this will increase your resilience over time. So I hope that was useful for you and valuable. Take a listen to what the advisors of Haku Global had to say. In, in times like this, it is extremely imperative um, for us to not assume uh, the emotional state of others, right? We, we have a tendency, especially in leadership, as People continue to bring us problems. They bring us concerns. We have access to the news. We have access to all these different feeds giving us this bad news, giving us this, this horrible news, or giving us uh, you know, compromisable news. That's, if we assume the state of the people that are bringing that panic to us, that makes us more myopic. We have to protect our own perspective. We have to protect our own energy by not assuming the the state of somebody else. When somebody comes into my office and says, hey, Master Chief, oh my God, and insert thing here, and I assume their level of panic, I assume their, their level of anger, frustration, or whatever the case may be, then now we just, we're just two people that can't see. We're two people that can't think. We're two people that we can't combine to come to any type of resolution that, that is going to solve a significant problem. Um, so we have to do well with as leaders to protect our energy and recognize that, okay, this person is compromised. I'm not going to allow myself to be compromised emotionally. And I'm going to keep a, you know, keep a, a straight face. I'm going to keep a calm demeanor in the midst of this. So I can be at least be one person in the room, you know, that's thinking clear <laughs> every day I have interactions. You know, if you had to, for eight, over a course of eight hours, you know, I have about, you know, 50 to 60 interactions. Um, of that 50 to, 60 interac uh, 50 to 60 interactions, about 50 to 60% of those are going to be negative. So every single day, about 20 to 30 people are coming into my office with bad news. And that's how they define it. They define it as bad news. Mm. I don't have to define it as bad news. Most leaders don't understand it. They don't have to define that information is bad news. Just because you said it's bad news doesn't mean that it has to be bad news to me. I just find it interesting. You know, people always ask me, why do you say interesting? Well, that's, there's, there's two ways I think that you, can over, that you can overwrite your emotional processing. Our emotional processing runs at 5G. Our logical processing runs at about dial-up. If, if I want to overwrite my, my emotional processing, then there's only two things I can do. I can alter my physiology and I can use my language. So most, most times I, I choose to use my language. So I anchor myself to a, a calm state 
by using the word interesting. So yeah. when I say interesting, that that puts me essentially in center. I don't you that I don't assume any frustration. I don't assume any anger. It's just allow me to be you know calm. So I use that's my that's my default anchor word is is interesting. I think that helps them to to kind of recheck themselves and maybe recenter as you stay centered as well. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it's extremely important that we, that we protect our, our energy. Um, yeah. And, you know, cause you're looking at 20 to 30, you know, negative, you know, quote unquote negative, you know, interactions um, and those shifts in, in your perspective, those shifts in your state just drives your energy to the ground. Yep. And, you know, Bob, you know, 1300, now you're spent because you've assumed everybody else's negative emotional state. And now you're bearing the brunt of that. And now at 1330, when you legitimately have to make a clear decision because something significant has happened, you're compromised. Extraordinary times create extraordinary leaders. Hi, I'm Bill Genovese. I'm a vice president with Huawei Technologies where I lead our global financial services industry strategy at the corporate level. I'm also a board member with Haku a board member and investment committee advisor with FinTech for Good, co-chair of the China Greater Bay Committee in the FinTech Association of Hong Kong, and a board member and CTO with Saving Promise. Throughout all of this, very busy times, very challenging times for all of us. Outside in, that's what I'd like to leave you with today, those two words. In these challenging times, these busy times, which are changing due to these challenges, for all of us as leaders to be most effective with the highest levels of performance and resiliency, we need to shift our thinking to fully understand what is going on outside our daily lives and spheres of influence, to take a broader, more holistic view, to really help us screen out fear, noise, and get to the true signal to lead those around us to move forward to not only survive, but to get back to thriving. Some recent thoughts I read that really hit home right now for me from a Boston Consulting Group article and Thomas Friedman interview, who is a Pulitzer Prize winning journalist, best-selling author, and New York Times foreign affairs columnist. He said, just as classical computing was built on a systems of zeros and ones, our traditional loan thinking and political systems had followed suit to the left or the right. I'd add to that by saying also black or white and in absolutes many times, yes or no. But in a time of global pandemic, combined with a perceived upheaval from globalization, new technologies, climate change, and increased interconnectedness pervasive throughout our lives, a binary or four single outcome or approach to our challenges is no longer effective. We need to strive for a more balanced, collective, outsided, and inside-out adaptive view to help us filter out the noise to get to the best probable quantum outcome that is more in tune and aligned with our own instincts to benefit all. So as leaders with improved foresight for the future, we are better programmed to not only solve the challenges we face, but mitigate them ahead of time more intelligently. This is no time for individual competitions between countries. Let's reserve and strive to support that activity and the spirit of friendly competition in the upcoming 2020 Summer Olympics in Tokyo. But first, to get to that event, we need to move away from binary thinking to our collective adaptive ecosystem quantum state to solve this challenge facing us. Thank you for listening. I know I am more than ever.
Hi everyone, this is John Sweeney in Almaty, Kazakhstan. Uh, There's something I really wanted to share when I've been seeing the conversations that have been unfolding online. I think now more than ever, we are inundated with information. So the biggest challenge I think for leaders is signal to noise. How do we know that we're looking at good information? How do we assess that information, analyze, when clearly the situation is still unfolding and there's a lot of uncertainty. Uh, I think what's really critical and essential is to have a community of practice to be really transparent uh, in regard with regards to communication. I know all of our inboxes are full from all the organizations explaining what they're doing and how they're taking care of people. Uh, but I think it's really essential to also let people know that uh, extreme measures now uh, simply might be necessary. So how do we actually find a way uh, of thinking through those and thinking about not just the initial impact but the second and third order impacts. And I'm doing that now with my university. Uh, we're looking at the effects of not just going online, but also then the impending quarantine here uh, on Kazakhstan's uh, two largest cities and what that means for the overall health and wellness of our students and our faculty. So I, again, I think thinking a little bit further afield, still having the long view uh, and realizing just like uh, you know previous outbreaks, previous pandemics, we'll get through this. Uh, we're obviously always stronger together. And so there's a real opportunity to grow, not just uh, you know uh, on an organizational level, but also personally through this. And I think that's why uh, continued learning, uh, continued processes that use the long term are really critical now more than ever. So hope everyone stays well and may all your futures still be preferred. Hi, this is Loretta Bruning with the Inner Mammal Institute. Here's some simple resilience advice for difficult times. What our brain is looking for is to predict because that stimulates dopamine. That's what distinguishes us from animals is our ability to anticipate, predict the future, and then confirm your prediction, which gives you that good feeling of dopamine. Now you can't do that when the whole world has changed, can't plan a month in advance, maybe even a day in advance. Without that ability to predict, we get frustrated, we don't get the dopamine. So the simple solution, is first the awareness that this is what the frustration is, so you don't blame it on other things. And second is to give yourself a little project so that you have other ways of stimulating your dopamine and other ways of having a sense of accomplishment. So that some point in the future, you'll think back to what you did this week and you'll say, wow, I'm so glad I had that downtime this week because now, I have this thing that I've always wanted to do that I got accomplished. And it will also feel good in the long run because dopamine is stimulated when you take a step toward a reward. And when you can't step toward your old familiar, usual predictable rewards, then you just have to give yourself a new goal, a new something to predict. And it could be different from your usual. It could be some little projects, could be unrelated to work but it's something that you can feel a sense of positive expectation and reward that you have control over that you can do within your own means despite what's happening in the world around you hello global community i'm luke landelon from the university of southern queensland and i do research in leadership and foresight we're living in times of uncertainty that's unquestionable. We have experienced dramatic changes in our environment, the way we live, and the way we look at the future. But we've just entered a period of even more uncertainty. What makes this uncertainty so troublesome 
is that it's got great fear connected to it. We are seeing this fear grip our communities. And we ask ourselves, what kind of leadership do we need in these times? Well, we need leaders, especially those of great privilege, to show that they are part of this global community. The temptation to self-isolate on a small island or a luxury yacht or in a luxury apartment is ever present to those. But with leadership comes responsibility. So what am I suggesting leaders do? I'm suggesting that leaders show their leadership through extraordinary levels of generosity by giving, giving of their time, their involvement, their safety, and of course, their resources. And why is this so important? It's really important that leaders show their leadership through giving at this time. Because systems that have entities that only take in times like this collapse, they deteriorate even faster. So those with privilege, those with resources, those who can make decisions regarding the allocation of resources would do well in this time to ensure that the systems over which they have some level of control are marked by extraordinary giving. You see, systems decline when giving in the system declines. And again, I'd just like to repeat, this giving isn't only in the form of economic measures. It could be time. It could be giving of one's safety. It could be exerting a futures intelligent mindset that is most needed right now for humanity. So my my message is simple. Leaders, give. And the future returns from the system you gave to will be bountiful and abundant. I wish all of you well. It's a time in humanity where we can show our resilience. We can show our human heart and soul and how we care for those around us. Mm -hmm.